0: So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, "Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated, "God with us." Matthew 1:22 and 23. This prophecy is from Isaiah seven verse 14, that says, "Therefore the Lord Himself will give you a sign." We'll see in a few minutes, a king was offered a sign, asked me for a sign, and he basically said, no, I'm good. And the Lord said, I'm going to give you one anyway. (laughs) The Lord himself will give you a sign, and he's speaking this to the house of David. The virgin shall be with child and shall give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel, which is Hebrew for God with us. El is God, literally with us God. Who knows, we serve a with us God. Emmanuel, God with us. Now there is controversy in the world of scholars. Atheistic scholars, uh, Judaistic scholars, Antichrist scholars, that the word virgin there doesn't mean virgin. So let's dive into it, okay? Matthew chose to use the Greek word Parthenos because in the Greek Septuagint, in the 2nd and 3rd century BC, there were so many Jews living throughout the world that work was done, it took a long time, by 72 scholars to translate the Hebrew scriptures into Greek. Six from each tribe. So Septuagint means the 70. It actually was 72 men who knew Hebrew fluently. It was not a dead language. Centuries later, Hebrew died. And the miraculous thing about Israel is Hebrew, the language, has been resurrected. But I would think the Hebrew scholars who translated the Septuagint would be more knowledgeable than any modern scholar. And 72 of them agreed in translating the Hebrew word we'll see in a minute for virgin or young woman into parthenos, which is in the New Testament 14 times. And all 14 times it is translated virgin or virgins. When telling the parable of the 10 virgins, Jesus used the word. You can look it up all the other places. And I got this through Esau. It's the Strong's Concordance. It's the Greek word parthenos, and every time it appears in the New Testament, the English word it's translated to is virgin, because that's what parthenos means. It's a maiden, an unmarried daughter, a virgin. The Hebrew word in Isaiah 7.14 is alma, which means a lass. Any lasses in the house? A damsel, a maid or virgin. And it is in the First Testament, King James Version, seven times. Three out of seven, it is not translated as virgin. It can be a virgin, but not necessarily. But four of the seven times, the translators translated it virgin. Influenced, no doubt, by the Greek Septuagint. The other Hebrew word for virgin is betula, And it is, it's more common, it is in the King James Version 50 times translated, 38 times as virgin, and 12 times as maid, or maiden, or maid. Well, if Jesus wasn't born of a virgin, then he's not the son of God. If he's not born of a virgin, he's not the fulfillment of the promise of Genesis 3.15, where God said, the seed of woman will bruise the head of the devil and he will bruise his heel. So it is believed on this topic that Christ was born of a virgin. The strongest point is the Greek Septuagint, the 72 scholars that did that centuries ago when Hebrew had not died. It was a current language and they chose to use the word Parthenos which every time in the New Testament is translated as virgin. For a scholar to try to put you in a corner has to say they're more knowledgeable than 72 Hebrew speakers in the 2nd and 3rd centuries B.C.,